Welcome to PT Chit Chat. Welcome back to the vlog. Oh, <laughs> wait. I mean, Welcome podcast. Back to the vlog. <laughs> no, sorry, man. This is what happens when you take different, a four month break and you come different back. Different project. Different project. <laughs> wait, you're running a blog, though? A vlog? Yeah, I've been oh, having a sorry, vlog. I said blog. Log, no man, vlog, e video log. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. How you been, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm in a new place. I'm in Alabama. How's you, you drinking see? there, though? Um, I got some uh, Crown Apple, some lime juice, some ginger beer. Did you like to pause in the beginning as I waited for you to introduce us this time? I was like, yeah, I ain't doing it this time. <laughs> it's not me this time. It's not you, bro. What are we talking about today? Oh man, I don't know. It's been so long. Let's let's do something easy. Let's Can talk you about. Tell like... me, we didn't prepare for this. <laughs> <laughs> Do we prepare for any of them? Sometimes I, I, try. I try. Sometimes, sometimes. Let's talk about something easy. Let's talk about um easy. There let's is do no back pain. Let's do back pain. Back oh, it's common. Good. It's it's a common type of injury. P.S. Talk we talked about this on Wednesday. We're doing back pain, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's do some back pain. Well, before we start, you're in Alabama. What's up? Yeah, man. New contract. I'm in Alabama. Um, so I'm in my little place right here, as you can see in the background. That's why it's different. It looks the same to me. It was a different background, but, you know, it's all the same. <laughs> it looks like a solid room, Nico. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank where's Ali at? I'm in Birmingham. Ali. Where's our guest guest speaker? For Ali is on. He's uh, laying down on the ground. He's, uh, he's sleeping. Yeah, we did some training in the dog park today. <sighs> Nice. Well, outside the dog park, because you know, I want other dogs to be in the area, but I didn't want him. I wanted him to fight the, those distractions. So, back pain. Yeah, man. Pretty common. So, how about how many of your patients would you say have a back, like a back problem? How many of my patients have a back like, problem? Like what percentage of your patients? I would say maybe ten percent in my current caseload. Wow. Yeah, because like 80% of shoulder issues right now. Wow. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. You know what? Therapy does do that. You have like, you have like stride. You have like, yeah. you know, at one time you'll have like all these shoulder pains and then another time it's all back pain. Honestly, you asked me the same question maybe two months ago. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd probably say about 50% back pain. Yeah, man. Um, and I don't know if that has to do with the winter and snow shoveling and all that oh, business. Could but be. right now it's all shoulder and younger athletes, so you know, nice. That's that's fun to work with. Uh, but yeah, I know you were expecting a ninety percent back. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like everybody's it is right. Yeah, everybody's back hurts all the time. I mean, my well, back no. hurts washing dishes, obviously. But yeah, man. Uh, honestly, the, uh, there's so much back problems that I see. Okay, so so why so the back is kind of a tricky. It's kind of a tricky diagnosis, right? Because there's so many different things that, that you can have in the back. Yeah. So what can we have? Someone comes in with a back pain. Let's, let's okay. just go through. Maybe let's go through differential diagnosis. Differential for diagnosis. There, I yeah. like that. So, so, so if somebody Take, comes back. Let's pain, not talk about like fracture and like, right. like bruising and all that stuff. Let's right. Right. That, right. So, so let's say, you know, we can, we have stenosis. Right. So narrowing of the sp spinal canal, right. For whatever right. reason. We have disc pathology like a bulge or yeah, whatever disarrangement yeah sure the discourage oh that like yeah, disarrangement that's much better you can have um slipping of the vertebra so like a, a spondy like spondylosis spondylolisthesis i ain't about to say that out <laughs> <laughs> but a spondylysis and spondylolisthesis and like yeah spondylolisthesis a slipping what is that a scotty dog <laughs> yes that is, that's scotty scotty dog. Dog. and um 
and then you you know and then there's a, a ton of muscles there so you can have all the muscular any kind muscular of muscular strain yeah any kind of paraspinal muscular strain yeah uh or or that weird one like, what was that weird one that you had um a few months ago uh the ql strain yeah that was weird that is still weird i still don't buy it that is still <laughs> weird man that i is, still don't buy it that is a crazy how do you get a, how do you get a ql strain i mean it's hard it's hard so ql well, where does it attach to right it was at quadratus lumborum from the iliac crest to like what transverse of l3 maybe something like that something like that man that's yeah it, it, that's you're responsible about hip hiking lot. essentially best believe i don't know the ql like that yeah, <laughs> so, I, I think it's just responsible for like hip hiking right and, and yeah. probably adds a little yep. stability right it, it that yep that's the hip hiking <clears throat> muscle yeah before someone shoots me down. so <laughs> so so we got muscle strain stenosis uh disc derangements um we can have facet dysfunction right Oh, of course, facet dysfunction, anything yeah, with the spine. Which I don't really see often. Um, those are those are nice quick fixes, though. I like facet dysfunction. I don't, I don't really see it often because, like, yeah. we can talk yeah. about how we kind of differentiate uh, those from one another. Um, so let's let's start with the with the with the major ones, right? So if a patient comes in, um, what I look for personally is first of all, I, I check their age, right? That's that's the first thing before I even like listen to their story. You want to know how old they are? Why, payment? Well, well, I don't know what your cutoff is, but like, <laughs> obviously, listen. As we age, this is not to say that it's symptomatic, right? Let's just make this clear. So, as we age, obviously, the disc deteriorates, right? That fluid inside the disc is goes kaput, right? It's just it is what it is. It dries out. It it, it is what it is. Desiccated at the end of the day. Word. And um, so now, will it be symptomatic? Not necessarily. Will it catch up later down the road? Maybe, right? So, mm -hmm. um. Obviously, when you're thinking about the disc height being reduced, what, what do we think about like stenosis, right? I mean, stenosis, yeah. So, yeah, so, so typically, I, I believe at the age of 55, your disc starts uh, drying, drying out, bird desiccation, desiccated. Um, and so, the folks that are older than that age, you typically don't um, see a disc derangement because, like, like we said, it, it's you dried don't really out. How much of a disc, right? I mean, yeah, there's there's not much fluid left in the disc. Now we're not saying that it's not possible because it absolutely can be, but there's a higher chance that it's something else. So younger than 55, my first, you know, my first train of thought is, oh, it could be a disc pathology, and then older than 55, I'm thinking more something along the lines of like stenosis or something. And we talked about this, you know, when we we're kind of talking on Wednesday, where like. I, I look for mechanism, right? Yes. Tell me how you injured yourself. Like, mm -hmm. man, what was it? What does this guy say? So older, older, older people, right? Generally, the geriatric population, I'll be like, okay. so, you know, what did you do, right? And it'll be like, nothing. I just woke and, up. And, and my question is like, so, <laughs> so Friday night, go to bed, right? And uh, you're good. They go, yeah. And I'm like, so the next day you wake up, you're bad. They go, yeah. So then I'm like, okay, first of all, it didn't happen during your sleep, right? It's not an overnight <laughs> So then I go, so how long has it been going on for? And they go, you know, a couple of years, right? Or maybe even five, six. And then I'm just like, oh, okay. And I go, has it, has it been getting worse, right? They're mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's been kind of getting worse. It's on and off. Lately, it's been a little bit more worse, right? How how do they sleep? That's always a good question. The position they sleep in. Sure. Um, but then I'm just like, so what do you think changed it? And then I, I think now we get, we're in a lockdown, right? So they're like, yeah. oh, I, I'm not attending my geriatric classes, right? Like those community um, silver sneakers. <laughs> I don't know what, what do you call that. The community here, like like there's like senior homes and stuff, and they get get together or like they go outside and they do tai chi. Oh, and all that sure, shit. yeah, 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 sure. 
Um, so they're not as active. Right. So then I'm just like, Oh, okay. Right. And we know when, like, you know, if you're not active and you have stenosis, well, that's, that's, that's going to lead to some stiff back and pain. Right. Ultimately. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, sometimes they'll complain of like radiating pain and it's, it's weird. Eh? So it's funny because my mind still, I hear radiating pain. I'm like, Oh, maybe bulge. Right. But it's, it's not, it's not maybe necessarily the case. Yeah. Right. It's not, it's not the case likely. Right. So, um, so you, you do your like, I don't know what you like to do, but I'm so let's, so let's, let's start the payment. Let let me give you a patient and and we'll talk about kind of how I kind of go about it. Yeah. Maybe how you go about it. So let's, let's, let's get a, um, mid thirties, uh, gentleman. And he's complaining of pain, um, that goes in his back hurts a lot. Terrible pain. Ask me questions. Yeah. So, okay. First of all, you, you all know this. I mean, uh, every PT should know this. Watch how they walk right away, right? Yes. Like, watch how they walk. Well, how watch how they? So they're doing their like papers, right? And I'm like awkwardly staring at them, right? And then mm-hmm. I go, "Oh, hi, my name is." Right. So I'll wait a little bit. Um, so what are you looking for when when you're when they're walking? How, well, first, I'm just trying to see how they're sitting. Sometimes they okay. like to be bent over. I did this when I was um in pain on my right side. I would shift away, mm-hmm. right? I shift away from the pain, and that that's what I look for right, too. Right? I, I look for that lateral shift. Yeah. So. Um, doesn't necessarily mean they have a shift, right? But it may give you an indication of which side is hurting, so you know what mm-hmm. to look for as they get up and start walking, right? So mm-hmm. they get up and start walking, and when you're looking at their walking, are they, you know, favoring one side or the other? Are they leaning away from that one side? Do you see an antalgic gait, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can also tell like how big their steps are, right? What's their, you know, stance phase? What's their step length? All that stuff. Right. It's funny, but are we know, are we taking are we taking small steps because we're hurting, or are we yeah. taking normal strides? You know, yeah, that, are that's they all... are they leaning forward, right? So with the stooped over posture, the shopping cart sign, I see that a lot with like the geriatric population, right? They'll mm-hmm. be like bent over. It just feels better. It and I'm like, better. I don't care if it feels better. I am making you straight. You know, we're gonna slowly get there. But anyway, so. So anyways, I'm watching how they walk. They come in, they sit down. So before and- before they even talk to you, before you even say hello, guys, you already have information. Yeah. You already have information. I mean, that doesn't mean I'm sitting there in my head checkboxing everything, but you know, you right. can at, But it's, you know. it, it just kind of guides you during during your exam because no two exams should ever be the same, ever, 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 ever. Honestly, I'm I'm like I'm like low key super simple, so like you know I'm not gonna I'm, I like to keep really it like, simple, stupid. I, I don't I don't like to nitpick every little you know thing. I'm not looking at like which radiator toes are pointed, which you know towing in, towing out, all that sure. stuff. Really sure, 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 I'm sure. not about that. But all the therapists out there, I'm sure will disagree, and they like to look at that, and good for them. Um, but so anyway, so they sit down, and my first question is, what brings you in today, right? I mean, you, I don't care if the prescription says back pain. I want to know what they think brings them in today, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, they they come in, what was what's going on, and they tell me, and I go, how long is it going on for? So I need a timeline, right? Right. The ones that are injured, they'll be like, oh yeah, I shoveled snow yesterday, and it hurt a lot. Right. Those right? are those are easy ones, so man. Now when, you know what's when up, it's right? acute, those are easy. Those are nice. The ones the that sooner, go, yeah. The sooner, sooner the you better. get in, the better you get. The ones that go, so the ones that go, oh man, I had this recurring problem five years ago. I'm sitting there going, no, please don't. <laughs> I'm like, man. please, no. Uh, and so that because I got to dig deeper. I'm like, okay, so what happened five years ago? And most often than not, they go, I don't know. I don't remember. It's been so long, right? <laughs> or I go, have you had any previous therapy? And they go, um, yeah, I did physio for my shoulder. I'm like, have you had it for the back, right? And then they're like, right. they're like, well, you know, I, I went to overseas and this guy did something, and you know, it, yeah, here and there. Those are hard. Those are hard. Yeah, but if they're clear cut, hard. yeah. So in your case, 
I'm just gonna ask them what happened. Was there mm-hmm. any injury? I always ask if there was any injury. Right. If there was no injury, I'm I'm 99% ruling out this goal. That's just me or disarrangement. That's 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 just me. If there's no actual causal relationship to have someone now, granted, if they're sitting for so long, we know how sitting is bad and it can lead to disc pressures, right? Um, that's the highest, highest level of disrespect. That's just me. You're sitting down pretty much. So that's just me. I just don't see someone sitting like this slouch for like eight hours a day. Like, you know, I feel like at some point they'll feel the pain, but it's a possibility. I mean, so, okay. So let, let's talk about like these diagnoses, man. Honestly, I hate them. I'll be honest with you. I hate them. I hate when a patient comes in here in the office and they're like, I have I had imaging done and I have a bulging disc. I hate that. And we're gonna segment on that, right? What does that yeah, what is yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, they just they just think of bulging disc and then they get fixed on it. So so what I like to do, you know, I, I do my I do my little exam and I find a directional preference if there's one. And then I'm like, listen, you have back pain. That's okay. That's normal. Like, people have back pain. This is, you know, doing this motion hurts you. So we're just going to avoid this motion and we're going to work on this other motion for a little bit. And then we can go back to the other motion. The only thing and- with the, the, the directional preference, it, I think it works great. There's only one instance where I feel like it kind of doesn't in a way is where like, if you know how, like, so when you have a disc bulge, right, you have a narrow canal, right? Yeah. Unless that disc bulge is massive, right? Um, flexion is generally going to feel better. 100 percent because i mean because you're so better yeah, yeah better better short term right yeah because you're you're putting pressure away so, so knowing that when you do your, like your assessment and they go oh yeah flexion feels better no that and that's why that's why i don't look at their pain i yeah. i mean i i keep the pain in the back of my mind but what i'm looking for is that centralization baby yeah and <laughs> you know is is that pain going away from your legs and towards your back and that's and you know does you can do graded you know, you can grade your directional preference. I'm not saying to automatically go into full yeah. extension right away. Oh, you're good, you're good flesh and art. Bend all the way down. <laughs> Bend all, all the way. They yeah. come the next thing, they go, oh, yeah, my leg's tingling. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and and, and that, that's another sign, you know, when, when you see people hunched over and you ask them, like, why are you hunched over? Like, because it feels good and hurts to extend, but I'm getting pain all the way down to my toes. Like, that's not a good sign. Like, but yeah, I know. And then the, the hard part, the tricky part is payment is convincing them to go into extension. You know, let's say they have they are an extension preference. The tricky part is time to go go extension because because they're like, it hurts when I extend and it feels better when I bend. Like, why would I go backwards? And oh, that's like, not tricky at all. I take you picture of them. I take their picture with their consent. I showed to them. I'm like, this is what you want to look like yeah. for the rest of your life, right? And or, or what I say was like, listen, you've been bending backwards for since this pain started. Has it gotten any better? And they'll be like, no. And then I'm like, all right, so let's try this. And then you know they they yeah, finally like another way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gotta, in, in your case though, the 35 year old, right? Uh-huh. Whatever, mid 30s. Like I, you know, let's assume there was no mechanism of injury, or uh-huh. maybe they said they went for a run. Right? I had this one already. You know, she went for a run, and. uh started back up running again and had pain on the right side, right? This is really common, actually. I see a lot, right? Just above the iliac crest, around, the, not above, sorry, around the PSIS area. And this okay. one always gets me, not going to lie. For all the PTs out there, if they want to offer advice, go for it. Pain around the PSIS area on the right. 
Okay. Um, you kind of feel it with flexion, kind of feel with extension, kind of feel it left side bending. You don't really feel it with the right side bending. And then it's just like, you know, it's not always cookie cutter. And yeah, that's what <laughs> you're like. Okay. Yeah, I know. yeah. And th- that's when it's tricky. And that's when it's kind of fun because you get to, you get to like mess around so and, and figure out what's going cases on. Cases like that though, I, I ignore the assessments and when I, I try to think about like their history, like what they mm-hmm. just told me, how they were like running and stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. we can look at like, maybe they're overarching their back when they're running, right? Maybe they have an anterior pelvic tilt causing a facet, you know, yeah, if it's that dysfunction, something like or, that. Or yeah. maybe the soft tissue in that area is rubbing just because of the fact that you're really arch, right? Yeah. Or um, well, in those cases, I think more like muscular, right? So, and that's why that's when physical therapy gets so fun when it's not cookie cutter and you got to figure it out. And honestly, guys, physical therapy is so easy. It's so easy. I think so. What, you know, what hurts? Okay, don't do that for a little bit. Oh, this makes you better. Let's let's just keep doing that. You know, like what's weak? Okay, work on it. And yeah, it's, what's weak? Let's strengthen it. Let's yeah. strengthen within pain-free motion. Let's strengthen the other muscles around the supporting structure. You know. Oh my god! It's it all is it is. so. It's so. People make it so complicated. They they do a million things, but at the end of the day, oh, you know, I can't move this one thing in this direction. Well, can you move it a little bit? Yeah. So, so move it a little bit. Let's, let's work on that. I mean, I know we're talking about back pain, sorry to cut you off, but like I had like his full tear of the shoulder. He's going for surgery, but nonetheless, he's still doing PT before. uh Um, This is obviously a full tear, you know, and he can only get to like here, right? Okay. Funny enough, when we do like active assisted, I'm like helping him and I can get him all the way, obviously, right? Right. It doesn't hurt, right? He can do it. Yeah. Full tear of the rotator cuff. you, You still work through, like you still work through like what you can. And, absolutely and you respect the body's healing timelines that's all there is to it that's that in a that is say that again say that again for people <laughs> in the back damon Literally, say that last part oh like respect the body's healing times <laughs> yes. respect the body's don't healing you have time. a chart with that you have a chart right I think oh i'm good a while back I yeah i've got many charts me on, on tip on on typical tissue healing um you know like uh what is the typical time of uh, muscle healing or ligament healing or bone healing? Yeah. And I like to keep that around just because and then the inflammation process, like within the first few days, and then it's like proliferation for 14 days. Exactly. And I like, I and, love, yeah. I love that because it gives me an idea of like how aggressive to be depending on where we are in that healing phase. Right. Cause so, you know, you don't need to be, going you know all out in the beginning because yeah, you're just they're just gonna hurt and it's not fun for them they're not gonna want to do it control the and pain the- this honestly this is my they come in control the pain mm-hmm. give them a few pain-free exercises they can do absolutely they come in next time they generally say they feel pretty good for the most part 95 <laughs> percent um and then you're like okay so let's see if you can go further and generally they get more range of motion right uh-huh because um, because and and the main reason again, is because respect the healing, healing time process, the healing process is continuing and and time heals and what, <laughs> what heals we do is we maintain we maintain their motion right and we accelerate essentially we don't like super speed the healing time right you still respect the healing times right but there but, are things that we can do to help 
but the movement increases Quickly. blood flow, blood flow leads to like obviously nutrients and so on and so forth. Right. Et cetera. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they still, they're still able to maintain their motion. So it's not like, you know, they lead to all this like stiffness, et cetera. That's why casting sucks. Right. When someone's casting yeah. atrophy, yeah. boom, right. In six weeks, you see the muscle difference. Yo, have you, have you, have you done any research in, um, blood flow restriction? No. Oh man. It is fantastic. Oh, I highly recommend it. It is so good. There's research done where, where there's a guy, they casted their, their, um, participants in a upper extremity cast above the elbow. So of course they can't move anything. Um, and they did blood flow restriction. Um, and the, there was minimal atrophy after six, six weeks. It was crazy. Really? Eh? Crazy. Yeah. So, but anyways, we kind of straight away. So back pain. Anyways. Back pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back pain. Yeah. So, so yeah. stenosis, disc derangement, facet dysfunction, muscle strain. Young people, generally speaking, unless there's like a crazy like mechanism, you rule out stenosis for the most part. Like really, you have really stenosis? Young. No, you don't. You rule it out. Okay, I was like, I was like, yeah, no, no. wait, you rule what? it out, right? <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Agreed. Agreed. Middle. <laughs> I was age, about to fight you. <laughs> middle age, like 35, 40, 50s. They're out there, snow. You know, shoveling snow, doing their crazy deadlifts and all that shenanigans, and and they know when they like, you know, hurt, right? They go and boom, they right? It's sharp pain. Boom. Pop. Sharp pain. Um, I did that one time, and you, you know, reaching for a glove box. You feel that it's a weird sensation. This is the one pain, like, unless you experienced it, you, it's hard to describe. Yeah. It feels like an electrical type sensation. It's really yeah. weird. Um, so that's, that's a, that's a disc bulge or disc pathology. Right. And radiating pain. That's all. Facet dysfunction. You know, again, you're doing your assessment. They, they go to bend down. You see a deviation from side to side. Mm-hmm. They may say, oh, I kind of, I feel like I can't really reach any further on the right side. It feels like locked or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever their description is. And the pain for for facet is more localized. Yeah, it's compared- super localized. Like like almost like a needle, like literally a pinpoint needle. Like it's localized. <laughs> I don't know if it's that localized. For me, it is. Like for example, my neck. Right. <laughs> I was doing heavy weights in the morning. I woke up and I turned. Sure. And I was like, oh man. You know, oh, there's a facet. Ooh, that's tight. Yeah. I knew. Yeah. I knew. Of course, I can't do joy moves on myself. So I'm like, frick this. Turn payment. Turn the head, buddy. <laughs> and I'm good. Hey, today. You could you could use a towel. Uh, I mean, you could use a self towel. self mode, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's not the same compared to when somebody else does it. I agree, one hundred percent. It's not the 100%. same. One hundred percent. Um, so that's how you know I'd go about doing things. But you know what and the most start- tricky thing with back pain is, though. I'm sorry, but so tell me, a foreign speakers. Good luck. I have so many. It's so hard to figure out what pain and stretch are. You know. Okay. It, it's impossible because everything hurts on them. Like you go, pain's radiating down. But then I do the stretch. I do just a general hamstring stretch, just because, and they say it's the same pain, and that's the hard part for me. That's my okay. major difficulty. When if you were to come in and see me as a patient, I would know what's wrong with you right away, right? Because you're describing things. Right. So the difficult thing for me is the patients describing like their their. Um, pain, yeah, pain, pain can be hard to describe. Yeah, for it's sure. so hard. It is so hard, and I'm still not good at like understanding it from their perspective. And, and another another difficulty is, is like somebody that has um, like they've never worked out before. Like the, the like you know the, some of the elder population, you see this a lot. Oh, not just and, elderly, dude. But I have, yeah, even younger. Yeah, even but younger. They, like they come to they, me. Yeah, if they've never worked out, but they 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 describe pain, and then you're listening, and then you're just like, 
oh, that's muscle soreness. <laughs> yes, I had that today. <laughs> and, and they they just don't know how to differentiate between like true actual like. And I'm not saying muscle soreness isn't pain because everybody knows Don's pain. Don's is painful. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. But yeah. but it, it it's not. It's a different kind of. I pain. think you and I, when we talk about pain, we're looking for that sharp pain. We're looking for something that's inhibiting function. Yes, uh, inhibit. Ooh, inhibiting function. But Dom's can inhibit function too because you get that tightness. You get. I mean, I had I, I worked out two days ago. I have Dom's in my arms. I still I have mean, to work for, in my. For, <laughs> for example, man, you, you go into the gym, have a hard leg day. You know, tell me going up those stairs that Dom's isn't inhibiting that function. No, I'm still going up the stairs. It just hurts. Right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it hurts. It is inhibiting your function. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I seriously, so I, was, I, I, I take it back just because, like, I did Pio and my cast were shot and I was literally walking like a duck because I didn't want to, like, you know, toe off, right? Or push off. I kid you not. People are like, what are you doing, payment? I'm like, dude, you don't want to know. I can't. It hurts. Hmm. Um, yeah, never mind. I take it back. You're right. It, it, it could, Dom's could definitely inhibit function. But yeah, that that's that's when it, you know, it gets hard, and you really have to kind of pay attention and, and listen to the way they're describing pain. And then, of course, there's emotional pain, and that's that's a whole different story. I can um, talk about that. Too. I have I've had. I think we we did talk. We did well, talk I've about. Had, it. I had post COVID cases, eh? Like I've had post COVID cases where they come to me, and these guys are like bawling, right? You know, they're just like they're shook. Sure. They're shook. So it's it's a real thing, oh, for sure. Oh, uh, for sure, but. So I've seen a lot of videos on YouTube um, about different, uh, um, you know, people getting some, some sort of treatment and it's like an emotional pain. And I'm like, man, this is some good like marketing. Like this is yeah. like people love to watch it, you know, like when you give a crack and then like they start crying and that's, yeah. that's you know, it's good for the views. <laughs> so, so how do you like, I mean, you've been in the SNF or skilled nursing facility for a while. Yeah, I'm so, back in this. I'm back in a nursing facility. Let's let's let assume that you're not in this sniff. How how you know? What do you like to do for back pain? What are some of the things like you like to do? Maybe the folks watching this podcast can be like, oh, my oh. PT does that. That's pretty cool. Oh, my PT okay. hasn't tried that. Maybe maybe we could. So some typical stuff. You know, regardless. Um, I okay. So so let's talk about like somebody with stenosis or something. What I like to do is gentle things, pain free that promote movement lateral trunk rotations that's it baby ltrs <laughs> or i call them lower trunk rotations yeah, lower trunk call them. posterior pelvic tilts Great. you know classics because what does it do and people are like oh those are so basic yes they're basic but they work why because they promote motion in a pain-free range of motion and lateral trunk rotations or what you call it, lower trunk rotations Whatever. lower trunk rotations yeah. either way you can control the extent of the rotation right exactly easy and then and what does it do when there's more range of motion? You know, you're getting more blow. But not just that, yeah. it gives them confidence, right? When people are in it so gives, much pain. Yes, that's it. That's it, payment. That is exactly why I do it. It gives them confidence to move. This is good. There's no yes. issues. It, it gives them confidence that I can do something. Dude, I yes. have people. Listen, so yes, old yes, people, yes. Old people, geriatric. I got to stop saying old. Geriatric yeah. population, they come in, right? And then, dude, she was crying because she's never had an injury. Independent of their active daily living. Right. All of a sudden, they get back pain. And they're no longer um, independent, right? And that's that hurts. So yes. the fact that you can show them they can do something pain free, like well, I can do that, right? That's the thing. So many people, understandably, like when they're in pain, they're afraid to move. And it's not just geriatric population. Same. Even like even <laughs> the younger folks, even sure. like you know, if you're in pain, they're like, oh shoot, if I move, like, and, and you can see in their eyes, like when you tell them to do something, they're like. 
ah, oh, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. But if you show them like, hey, like not everything you do is going to cause you pain. And look, we can find movement where it won't hurt you. Yeah. And right away, they're like, oh, okay. So now I have some control over my body promoting yes. independence, which is great, right? Which is important. Oh, I'm so glad <laughs> you mentioned that because right. yes. So anyways, yeah. So PT, again, we went to talk about how PT doesn't have to be complicated. You don't need to go to a therapist that makes you do handstands and backflips and heals you, you know, whatever. I just Keep it simple, stupid. That, that's my, that's my thing. Again, it's, it's just the way I treat people, like patients. Right. Um, I hate patients too. Clients, whatever you want to call them, right? Um, simple, simple. They're injured, promote mm-hmm. movement that, like you said, is pain-free. Yeah, give and give them confidence. You know, show them that like they are in charge of like they are capable of way more than they think they are. So LTRs, post your pelvic tilts again. Mm-hmm. LTRs, you're not gonna mess up anything, right? There's no way. Lower post your rotation. pelvic tilts, you're not gonna mess up anything. Right. right. And uh, guys, we're not asking to go all the way to end range. We're not saying, you know, when you're lowering. So uh, if, for those that don't know what our lower trunk rotations are, it's when you're laying on your back, you have your knees bent um, in hook lie position, but your knees bent. And then you just swerve your knees side, side, to side, side to side a little bit. Side yeah. to side. Now, we're not saying, you know, go all the way, all the way to the side. So your legs are touching the table. Like if you can do that pain free, fantastic. Which I usually say, if you're able to gradually build up to it, go for it. You know what I mean? Like, like in the beginning, even though you're going this much as, as they get more comfortable with the motion, I have no issues with them going further. Like, you know, yeah, absolutely. But you know, that first visit, maybe they can, maybe they can only go literally two inches. You know what I do, Nico? What do you do? I don't even go, I don't even go, okay, get on there and just go side to side. I put my hands on them just to comfort. And you move and the I, knees. I move the knees gently. I do that yeah. too. I like, that like too. very gentle. And then I go, okay, how's that feel? And they go, oh, that, that's not too bad. Then I go, because okay. at, as, at first they're all tense. They're yeah. like, what are you about to do? So then, then I'm like, okay, you want to give it a shot? They go, yeah, sure. They do it. I'm like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Oh. Right. <laughs> but just your hands on them just to kind of oh. get them going is absolutely. Again, it sounds simple, and maybe you don't need a doctorate degree to do that, but why, why complicate things, right? Physical therapy is easy. Easy. Um, yeah, I mean, post so pelvic tills, but... I mean, yeah. so yeah, those are, those are basics, man. And then, um, and then of course, like, if, if they've got a disc... Um, we can give you a little bit more specific. Like, I like to yeah. do, like, glued bridges... I like to do prone press ups. Like I don't know, I don't. Know. I don't for homework, I just you know what I tell them: lay down, face down. Oh, so, and then I'm like, the, yeah. I and I'm like, and then I'm like, if it hurts, put a pillow under your stomach. And then just yeah, yeah. Literally, the mechanic progression, yeah. And literally just just hang out there. And they're like, that's that's it. That's all I have to do. I'm like, yeah. For now, that's all I want you to do. And then they come back and they're like, oh wow, like you know, I feel a little bit better. Like. All I did was lay down on my stomach. I'm like, yeah, see? Depending on the acuity. Like, for example, like if when someone comes in, I generally, like, if I can get them, I personally am a little more aggressive. So if I can get them to do, like, a glute bridge, even, like, a right. quarter or, like, half, right, right, I, I get them going just because I'm, like, a super believer in, like, glute max strengthening. But <laughs> Oh, the glute max is so weak on everybody. Uh, we're sitting on our butts all day, right? So I know. It's an inhibitory technique. That deep pressure on the glute is an yeah. inhibitory technique. So I like to do that. Prone press-ups, of course, there's a progression. Prone on elbows all day up, right? Whatever. Uh, right. Oh, dude, best believe. Like, if they can tolerate it, I am like... <laughs> You're like, over-pressure, over-pressure. <laughs> oh, man, I am over-pressuring. I have them on their elbows. And typically, you know, in the first visit, I can typically get them at least on their elbows with overpressure with a sag with the 
um, the, the exhalation. Um, and of course the whole time you're asking like, you know, what, how are you feeling? How does it feel? Yeah, you know? And you always make sure that it's, it's centralizing and not, um, uh, what is that other one called? Peripheralizing. Yeah, peripheralizing. I, I, I'm always <laughs> like screwed up with that. I'm not going to say it. Peripheralizing. But, um, and I like to do my, honestly, I, I, I still love joint mobs. I know studies are kind of 50, 50, but I, I like joint mobs. I love joint mobs. You know, man, even doing therapist. a basic grade two, people love it. feels good. You know, um, it's so, shit, man. Grades one and two is for pain. It's shit. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. No, I, you know, and, uh, I, I honestly, I do what I would do to myself, you know, having had injuries and healed myself, I, again, but, uh, I like doing joint mobs. Um, I love bird dog. It's become my favorite exercise of all time. <laughs> <laughs> bird dog. Cat and yes. camel has, uh, cat and cow. Has oh, I love me some cat camel. <laughs> has come up oh, there. Especially, especially for those facets. Oh my gosh. It's the, no, even stenosis is okay. Cat camel. I'll do the, the, is it the cat part or the camel part? I do the cat if it's, uh, stenosis. I yeah. Come on the, well, the camel, the camel where you're humping. Camel, the camel is the hump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was that. So, um, dude, I've also heard cat cow. Yeah, I know. I don't even know how. To be honest, uh, my client was like, who comes up with these names? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. The so bird dog, I love doing. Uh, then if they can tolerate bird dog, and eventually, like, I actually like really doing dead bugs now. Like still, like while maintaining a posterior pelvic tilt. Yeah. Trying to dead bug. Um, but Because it, it just activates your core better. Yeah. and I love that PPT. And man. core strengthening is obviously super important for low back pain, right? Why? Well, honestly, honestly, this is how I explain it to my uh, patients. I'm sure PTs out there are gonna slap me in the face for this. Let them slap you. So, come at us, baby. <laughs> so, if you're not strong in your proximal section or your core section, right? Uh huh. You're not stable. You you can't be stable distally. That's explain. just it's, it's explain. just basic physics, right? Explain. So, if you're stable at your core, it's easy to reach out and do whatever you want. I agree. If you're jiggly here. You look like a little like, <laughs> <laughs> right? You need, Which, a, you need a good foundation. You need a right. good find, good strong that's, foundation, that's and it starts in the core. 100%. So if you're building your tower and your base is not strong, exactly that tower falling apart like Jenga. Can you, can you do that dance again, Raven? That little. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so that's like that's, in those car commercials. So that's why bird dog again core is working bridging. You got core activation with glute activation, right? Love me. Post your pelvic tilts, you got some mm -hmm. core activation. If you want to do TA, I don't really do it because it just takes too long to explain to patients. I don't, for me, I, I don't do TAs. But too. do TA. You know, There's nothing wrong with it. So how do you explain core bracing to people? Oh, this is how, okay. So I say push air out through your core instead of sucking it in. I don't know how you want to talk about it, but I, so you know how people like push their tummy in? Uh-huh. I like to say push it out. As if you're pushing air out through it. That's how I explain bracing. It's not bad. You or, know. You know what? You know what I like to do. You see the I, toilet example when you go to no, the bathroom. You, okay. <laughs> nope. 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 I like to tell people, depending on on their age and, and and my relationship with them, I say pretend that somebody is either about to tickle you or punch you in the gut. What do you do? I like the tickling one. Yeah, but but you know, obviously, I'm not gonna tell a 90 year old. Punching, punching might be like sucking in your belly. But I, obviously, I'm of. not gonna tell my 90 year old patient pretend that I'm about to punch you in the stomach. Don't what do you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll say pretend I'm about to tickle you. Yeah. Or what are you gonna do? Yeah, and then what do you? What does your core do? It instinctively braces. That, so that's it, how I. It braces. It doesn't suck in, right? It right, pushes it out. It braces. Exactly. It's almost like a Valsalva in a way, if you really think about it. 
yeah. in a way, right? <laughs> I eat, another thing I do is I like, put the tongue on the roof of your mouth, right? And embrace. So that kind of helps. Oh, like, I've never, what is that tongue in the mouth? I don't know. It just helps. And if you like kind of hold your breath and you know, you're doing heavy squats anyways. Um, <laughs> I love how you just brushed over. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> even for a TA, they're like, how do I act to you? I go, well, try, try to hold your pee in, right? I, mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it, but yeah, I, I, I like the, imagine that you're about to get punched or tickled and yeah. then everybody, I like to tickle anyone. Yeah. Everybody, obviously I'm not going to tell if it's a younger person, like uh, all the opposite sex, I'm not going to say like, imagine I'm about to tickle you. Cause no, like, you keep you know. the door open. First of all. And oh, absolutely. 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 Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, we can just talk about play. all that stuff later, but yeah, you just got to kind of pay attention to protect to yourselves your and be is. safe. Exactly. And watch <laughs> out what you say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're, we're very friendly. Therapy. I'm very friendly. So oh, I'm I sure I say things friendly. I probably shouldn't say, but, um, I get away with it. Everything is, everything is professional, obviously. At the end of the day, yeah. you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, core strengthening, you know, we talked about blah, blah, blah. So, stenosis, you know, now we're getting a little more specific. So, for stenosis, I actually have hands-on techniques, right? You can get them inside oh. lying, and you can actually block a segment off to do some opening. Um, yep, yep, you yep. You can get them in child pose and block a certain spinal segment, and then apply pressure to try to get an opening in that spinal segment. You can yep. do your facet gapping if you really want to. So um, really, you're, what you're what you're doing is is opening, opening. up the space. Yeah. yeah, you open up the space. So you're, again, you're putting the yeah. lumbar flexion. Joint mobs again feel great at the time. They're not long lasting. We know this. Um, so I use them as a pre. I personally use them as a precursor for exercise. To be honest, don't so say telling, don't tell me joint mobs are long lasting. I will slap you through tomorrow. No, I will. I agree with you one hundred percent. So you're telling me, Payman, that you disagree that that um. That you can you should only mobilize joint like joint do joint mobs yeah man yeah no i i, I agree completely. i mean yeah, i don't know that's a good <laughs> i don't know though because i know i you know i know some people that you know so like, there's a huge debate in the pt world right now because pt is not um, black and white it's gray all around and, and there, there's anti anti you know manual therapy there's exercise only therapists Hashtag there's reddit <laughs> there's there's all these different types of things so my my way of thinking and my reasoning on why I, I consider myself a manual therapist and why I will continue to do manual therapy is because I do manual therapy because um, acutely, yes, it will, you will get motion. Um, you get motion, you reduce pain levels. Yeah, sure. a- absolutely. Hands down. But uh, will it stay? Absolutely not. It will not stay. So that's when I, 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 I do exercises. Why well, I want to say that because true adaptation takes time, right? And yes. true adaptation requires controlled progressive overload, which is done through exercise. <laughs> exercise, exercise. So if there is a, uh, you know, somebody, a practitioner that only does manual therapy, that only cracks your back or whatever. I'm sure it feels good. Without, without any exercises, are they doing you a disservice? My answer is yes. Um, it feels great, but again, it, you're not getting that independence. Um, you're getting that you're you're relying on the therapist, um, and, and it's just yeah, like it, it's not ideal. Now, are if you have a therapist that only does exercises, are you know are you going to get better? Sure, absolutely. Honestly, I think that's not a bad thing either. To be honest, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a bad thing either, but I think the combination and research shows. Um, that the combination of manual therapy and exercise gets the best results. Right. Using manual therapy to promote 
pain-free exercise or to pro- to right, enable pro- the motion to perform the exercise. Exactly. And that's why I do it because with a the manual therapy, now I have decreased pain and a little bit more motion. So now I can perform those exercises in an improved range of motion without getting that pain. Like I know so we're talking why- about back pain, but I had a case with um, post uh, – what's the surgery where they like um, fold the ligament over one another in the shoulder to prevent like – to improve shoulder stability. They like stitch it up, I think. Are you talking about the capsule? Like a- uh, Capsule tightenings? A capsule tightening procedure. I forget what the actual right. word is. W- which oh, they, I- No, have... never mind. Did they do a capsular release? They did something for a frozen shoulder. I think it was capsular release. It's gotta be a release then. Yeah, yeah. And anyways, the patient obviously lacked motion, right? And you best bet I was doing my grade threes and twos and, and whatever, right? Right. In the order to try to promote the motion. Sure. But I would always follow up with like a specific exercise. Always, to, always, always. Like if I'm doing like you know glides like downwards, I'm trying to promote like abduction and flexion. You best Just, believe yeah. they're going up on the wall, maybe possibly doing wall slides or ladder climbs or whatever, right? And but. and honestly, I think that's what the ideal. Um, that's what a good therapist should do, um, or a good practitioner really. Um, use a combination of both. You know, I'm not a fan of like, oh, I'm so against this. I'm so against that. That's silly. There's a reason. There's a reason for it. Um, So it's funny because we talk about this (laughs) because I had a patient who loves soft tissue, right? Oh, soft tissue. (laughs) She loves soft tissue. I'm I'm against soft tissue. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not against soft tissue. I did. I think there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I do do, um, grasping on myself because it was grass and spawn actually no i'm with hawk grips never mind um, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> with hawk but i have their tools right so um she she was feeling better but she hated exercise right mm-hmm. she started exercising she mm-hmm. was noticing she was getting much better than before right Ooh, initially okay. she's asking for that ifc right for 15 minutes now we go in and she's asking to do burpees. Like what do burpees have to do Ooh. with neck pain, right? Uh, it's just wild, right? So it's, it, and I, this was the one where I was like, oh man, she's not going to get better because she hates doing exercises. She doesn't do them at home. But mm-hmm. now she just wants, she, she loves it. So sometimes, sometimes like if you get a patient that doesn't want to move because they're scared to stick with them. I was yeah. wrong with this one. So stick with you. And that's, and that's when, um, you know, you can use things like soft tissue and stuff when they have that, pa- when they'd rather have that passive stuff, you can kind of, I'm not saying trick the patient by using passive modalities, but, you know, get, get them to warm up and, and gain confidence in themselves. Yeah, with exactly. those modalities. So we talked yeah. about low back pain, right? For example, I, I like to do, I like to work on the paraspinals. I like to get in that multifidus gutter area. Yeah. Um, I, I, like we talked about, I like to do my joint mobs, right? So I still like to, because even with the pain, right? Even with the pain, even though you may not see it, those muscles may be kind of guarded, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and just doing soft tissue of the lower back, even, you know, it helps them relax. Doing IFC with heat short term, it's going to help them relax. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden they're relaxed. I go, okay. Now let's, let's try do, a couple of these exercises, now right? Let's do some stuff. And because yeah. they feel better, they're they're good to do it, right? Mm-hmm. And then they do that. So you could say I'm tricking them, whatever. But at the end of the day, whatever gets the patient moving is our ultimate goal. So that that's true. And yeah, and personally, you know, I I just don't use modalities, um, just because I can get what I want from men from like a manual kind of therapy. 
So I don't, and I, in my opinion, I can get a little bit more specific with manual therapy than I can with like a, you know, like a, like a TENS unit, which feels fantastic by the way, but it, it's just a personal preference. I mean, there has been times when like, listen, it's, it's hard to, it's weird because people, like I said, don't want to exercise. It's just a, when they're in pain. So there have been times when I've used the IFC before and there were times when I was like, you know what, let's try these. And I know it's pain-free. We're doing all these pain-free exercises. And then I give That's them just the IFC beginning. as the candy, right? <laughs> yeah. God, and this is just the beginning. Payman, you actually talked about, which I really, I'm really glad that you do it. Um, and I know not everybody does it, but you actually, we had a conversation the other day and you were talking about how you grade your, um, your like, like soft, soft tissue stuff. Can you talk about that? Like, what do you mean grade? Like phases? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, well, I do with the, I, I do with the hot grips, like the instrument assisted soft tissue massage, or even, even with the hands, you can do whatever you want. Um, I like to start with, I just like to start with passive. So that's basically the tissues on, on this resting position. You're just working the tissue um, with whatever you're just relaxing, whether you're just relaxing, you're just working on them. You could compare it to massage therapy at that point. Well, not really, because they do other stuff. They do other stuff. Ignore that part. <laughs> just working them passively. They're not doing anything. And then I like to, as they're uh, starting to feel better, right? We could say they're moving away from that acute phase, right? I like to kind of put the tissue on stretch and do my soft tissue techniques. Okay, so, so now, you, you put you put them in a, in a lengthened position? Yeah, so let's say I'm working on the calves, right? I'll get them into dorsiflexion and prone. And I'll, now all of a sudden I'm working on them as is, right? Okay. And then... And then I can even do things like taking them from like um, slack position and then doing soft tissue as we're lengthening, right? Oh, okay. And then I go, okay, now do your ankle pumps and I'm working into the muscle, right? Right. So now so you get- I just have like this graded approach to it. Um, it, it's, it works great. I had a patient with- like- I, And I can appreciate that. And I, and I might include that into my, my, my treatment and see how that works because- I appreciate that. It's a bit more intense when they're, again, ankle pumps. And now let's say like rhomboids, for example, now they're doing weights and you're get, using your hot grips tool mm-hmm. and try to work into it. Um, mm-hmm. Now you're getting the combination of exercise and soft tissue almost all in one, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I know I know therapists also do that with like, uh, with cupping too. You know, they'll, they'll cup you in a static position when you're just laying down, they'll cup you back or whatever. And then, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe, you know next, next visit or whatever, they'll cup you while you're moving, while you're doing a stretch, while you're doing like, let's say- Yeah, like you can have cups placed on you, like on your quads, for example, and you're doing knee extensions, right? Exactly, or, or like on that. your back, or your back, and you're doing like, a, you know, you're, you're on all fours and threading the needle, yeah. you know? So stuff like that, which I, I appreciate that. I, so, I like that. Um, now, we were kind of, I don't know, what are we doing with time? Uh, we should end soon. <laughs> <laughs> Just to kind of briefly touch up on, uh, sorry for the lengthy podcast, but just to touch up on when you look at back pain, and I'm, I should probably do this more often, looking at the below the joint and above the joint scenario, um, looking at the feet and the hips and stuff. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm maybe not the best at doing that. This, you know, I, I, I don't know why, but. Um, real, real quick, Bayman, are you telling me if I have back pain? It could because of my hips. feet. Yeah, it could come from my feet. Yeah, it can. It Why? can. <sighs> Don't do this, man. <laughs> <laughs> let's, yeah, let's say, let's say, payment. Let's say that I am flat-footed. Arch. The only arches in my life is McDonald's. 
Man, <laughs> but why are you flat-footed? Were you born like that? Or you yeah, have, let's uh, don't, don't say know. my. I'm just flat-footed and you flat-footed. have externally rotated tibia with an internal rotated femur. And you got some valgus going at the knees, and you go to squat and it looks ugly because you squat ugly. Now your back hurts. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, that so that your body is a whole chain, right? So so you have to look at the whole picture. You know, you, you shouldn't just focus on the back. Um, look, look at other places, um, you know, make sure that your knees, the motion, you know, start, start somewhere. Anyway, it can literally be anywhere. You can start. I like to start the feet, make sure that that that's like all the motion and everything is correct there. Um, then that's getting very nitpicky though. So like, right. It's almost like the reason why I don't do it is sometimes I feel like I'm form, I'm forcing it. I'm formulating it. Like, and I don't like to, um, I'm looking yeah, and it, for it. it. It's I don't not, like and to it's do not that. with everybody. It's yeah. not with everybody. It, it's it's with certain. When you are like, oh, like you can tell, like, ooh, that valgus in their knee is ridiculous. You know, like it, it's the ones that pop out at you. Like I'm sure because, there's somebody out there that's gonna say that the the latissimus dorsi and you know the tightness of it or the there's a whole. I don't know if you know the uh, the lines of the back, right? Like the paraspinals to the glutes, so your glute weakness, your glute weakness is causing your low back pain. So I, mm-hmm. I check the hip strength. I, I know right. I, I check it. Okay, I check it. Um, but if it's like I'm applying pressure and they're strong on the hips, I don't go. Okay, your hips are weak, right? I don't. Right. I don't make it happen. They're strong. So why are they still hurting, right? So right. You want to just make sure, like I like know, to be things- unbiased. I like. To, I I hate. Man, I I catch myself doing that sometimes, and I I really. I'm not perfect but, where like you try, you try to like, like, oh man, this is like cookie cutter. Like, let's say like frozen shoulder. And you're like, oh man, that capsule. Uh, easy, <laughs> easy, easy. Uh, or like you're doing the low back and like, oh, this gotta be muscle strain. Right. And right. Then, and then, and then you could do it and like, wait a minute. That's or, not supposed or, to happen. Or, you know, what it is, or, 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 you know, or, you know, what it kind of is and you do all these tests that kind of keep confirming it and you sound really smart doing it. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you're, you got, you think it's a disc SLR positive, slump positive, And it's just like, right. boom, boom, boom. That, that makes you positive. feel, you just, then you're like, oh, this is easy. But I hate, I hate forcing a diagnosis on people. So I won't, um, I try to keep things simple, but yeah, look at the hip. Um, yeah, man, I don't even give patients like a diagnosis. I don't even, I don't even mention. You know what, lately, I wonder if like thoracic mobility leads to back pain. I'm huge, sure does, huge, right? huge. I, I probably give almost all my patients uh, manipulation of the thoracic spine. Yeah, it, it has pretty good. Uh, of course, unless they're, of course, unless they're freaking yeah, like yeah. hypermobile you know obviously not gonna be hypermobile if they're fractured if they're super old right. you have osteoporosis <laughs> let's, let's get rid of contraindications right yeah 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 let me, let me just say that real quick <laughs> before someone shoots you in the head with that with that uh, statement right yes but if listen if they are appropriate for a thoracic manipulation i give them thoracic manipulation but because it is yeah, safe before we easy uh, it feels great long story short if you have back pain and as a patient and you're visiting a therapist um, just understand that movement is good. Movement is good. Movement is good. Your body takes time to heal. So respect mm-hmm. the timeline. Do not expect overnight results. Um, <laughs> your therapist may do things differently than us, and it doesn't necessarily mean they're wrong. Um, give it time. Let your, give let it your time body. to work and let it work. If Generally speaking, I would say if you do not see a response within two weeks, even marginal differences, probably got to switch things up a little bit. 
Would you say yeah. that in two weeks? I think if they don't see you, it, you'll see it. They'll definitely. You should see an improvement in two weeks. Assuming they do physio once a week at least with but, their homework. But typically, I, I like to say a month. If there's no change in one month, something needs to change. Yeah. So, but um, you should you should feel better with at least a little bit better within two weeks. Yeah, and and then the other thing is that I would say to patients is that if you have pain. Um, and you go to your therapist and they say, how are you doing? You see, so you, you, you go, I still have pain. My follow-up question is, is it still as intense? Is it the same yeah. duration? Is it the same frequency? And more, mm-hmm. more often than not, they'll say, oh yeah, you know what? I didn't really feel it yesterday. Maybe, yeah, I just maybe kind of feel it today. So, um, that's just to and small, small goals, you know, start off, you know, you want to have more good days and bad days Yeah, and, and eventually, you know, you can work your way to pain-free, but just have small realistic goals for yourself. My only other comment would be is to just, you know, trust in your patient or therapist, or you should really, or you're not going to get better anyway, but trust in your mm-hmm. therapist. Um, trust in your body. And it, it may seem what they're giving you is sometimes simple, but there's a reason. Um, so just stick to the plan, right? Stick to the plan. Don't quit on it and you'll get better. And to the PTs out there, obviously... We kind of talked about uh, what to look for and what to do. And we offer some of our own treatment techniques. Of course, we could be a lot more specific. If you guys want to see more specifically outlined treatment techniques, we could certainly talk about that, right? We could say sciatica, boom, 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 whatever. Right. right. Um, so, yeah, let, guys, let us know where would you want to listen to in this po- in this podcast. Because we, we had a couple of ideas of, um, you know, what to talk about, but we would love, love, love. Like Nico input. and I, we like looking at articles and we do our research and we're always, you know, trying to keep up to date. Um, so we want to offer you guys um, both a patient perspective and both a physiotherapist perspective on how to best, um, have to best go about treating someone and what the current treatment methods are. That's not to disregard any old methods, right? Um, mm-hmm. So if you're still using ultrasound, I'm not going to get mad at you, Nico might, but, <laughs> but yeah, anyways, we good <laughs> guys. Thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Um, if you can give us feedback, we would love that. You can shoot us a DM, ask questions, uh, please leave a please, review. Please, please, please yeah. We kind of lost the the questions. So we're starting for us on that. Um, <laughs> Leave us a review. Give us five stars on where you're listening. Or four and a half. I'll take four and a half. I want five. Even I'll, if I'll take lie. four and a half just because I was absent for four months. Even Wait if it's I. a lie, give us five. And then we'll, we'll make it better. <laughs> we'll make it worth your time. Um, for real though, uh, give us feedback. We love that. Let us know you're listening to it, to us. That way we don't feel like we're just talking to ourselves, which we don't mind. But, you know, it's nice. It's nice I don't nice mind talking to myself. I've been doing it for four months since the lockdown. <laughs> Anyways. I'm not going to get into that. Okay, guys. Guys, we appreciate you. We love you. Stay safe. Later, Have guys. a great day. Have a good one. <laughs>